Feels good to be Jack, Jason. Jack? I know, I said Jack. Alright. There's a little <laughs> slip of the tongue there. You think I had a speech impediment. Uh-huh. Let's try that again, but keep this part in. Alright. Because it sounds good. Alright. Feels good to be back, Jason. Yep. Holy shit, it's been a while. Yeah. Three weeks. It's been three? No, two. 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 two, 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 two. Yeah, two. Whatever the fuck number it is. Yeah, yeah. I know we've missed a lot. We got a lot to catch up on. Yeah. The first thing we gotta do is say, Hello everybody and welcome to the Don't Be Mad Podcast. Your weekly dose of us two idiots telling you shit as if we know shit, but we do know shit because that's why you listen. Sure. That's not the new tagline, I just felt like saying it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a good two, three weeks. You know, we got busy lives, crazy wives. Well, he does, not me. I don't have a wife. <laughs> Uh, but it, it feels good to be in front of the mics again, man. Yeah, man. Feels fucking good. Yeah. You know, we got a, a lot of ground to cover. First, yeah. let's start by giving a shout out to the women. You know, International Women's Day just passed. It was a great time, you know, just showing love to all the beautiful women around the world in our families, you know. So double it up again, even though it's a bit belated for us since we're recording on a Saturday. Yeah. But to all the women out there, you're strong, you're beautiful, you're smart. You're lovely. Men are trash. I'm not Me co-signing too. that last. Time's up. I'm not co-signing those last parts. But we are okay. here. We stand for you in solidarity. It's time for <laughs> equal pay. There is equal pay in Canada, at least. I don't know about the U.S. Around the world. Okay. Right. I can only speak for what's going on in Canada. Know how I know we're starting to get equal pay? All right. Viola Desmond is going to be on the $10 bill in Canada. We're getting there. Yeah. All right. Um, is it is it a limited circulation or is no, it? No, it's a it's legit. She will be the official once the new design is massively released. She is the new face of the ten dollar bill. For those that don't know, Vale Desmond is a black civil rights activist from Canada who did immense work for black people, black women specifically. And you know what? Having her on the ten dollar bill, it's it's a pretty big deal. Like first black person period yeah yeah that's good on any canadian currency and on top of that a female like that's great so uh props to you canada for doing something yeah yeah <laughs> uh good on um justin trudeau and his government i know a lot of people giving him backlash lately for what's going on but you know he's the he's a he's not a mean-spirited person he means well Hey, all government's going to get shot yeah, on at some point in know, time. It's just it's the nature of the beast. Give people a chance and um, accept separatists. We don't trust them. I mean, this is a good win. You <laughs> take a, a drunkard Scotsman off who is uh, known to be a bit racist, <laughs> and uh, you replace it with a black female civil rights activist. It's good, a good thing to strive for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good times, good times. So what else should we catch up on? Mm, mm, mm. Plenty of stuff. We have a lot of shit. To the point where it's just like, we're just going to go for it. Right. We're going to start from the past. Black China sex tape leaking. I did not see it. You didn't miss much. I can tell you that. Besides like how terrible she gives head. It's a rough thing to watch. And she's a stripper, no? Or was she a stripper? Ex-stripper, now celebrity scammer. Shout out (laughs) Rob Kardashian. (laughs) I feel sorry for him. Legit, it. I remember like for me watching it, it was just like, I was at work, I was bored. You know, I'm on Twitter. I'm hearing the sex tape this, sex tape that. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Let, let me check it out. Let me see if it's as bad. Because you know how, like, people on social media, they blow things up out of proportion all the time. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, fuck it. Let me just check it out for myself. Let me give my own judgment on this shit. 13 minutes I wish I spent elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is. It is brutal, man. It's funny to me because, like, you could tell. This is someone that she's had sex with more than once just because there's certain positions you only do if you're, like, comfortable with a person. Like, at one point, she's, like, on her back, and he's, like, essentially, like, like squatting over her chest while she's, like, giving him head. Mm. And it's, like, still trash. But things like that, you're just looking like, if if this is what you've been getting on a regular basis, I'm very surprised you're still around and that you're actually willing to videotape it because this is garbage. Well, <laughs> trash people hang around trash people. <laughs> yeah, but so, trash sex doesn't get you more trash sex. I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe like at a certain point you gotta you gotta cut it. Maybe that's the best he can do. I mean, like even on top of that too is like, wouldn't you tell her she's doing a bad job? I mean, like she has money now, right? Who gives a fuck if she has money? So he's probably mooching off her. That's why. Yeah, so but gonna... I'm still gonna if I'm having sex with you, I'm gonna 
coach you into the way I like things done. No, she has money and she's a stripper. So oh, she fuck out of here. Trust fuck me. Out of here. No, 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 trust me. But I don't care how much money you have. If we are sexual partners and we are having sex for more than once, at the very least, I'm gonna be like, okay, I know you do it this way, but try like this because that's how I like it. And if you don't, then Gee, I'm sorry. There's it's probably much enough. Or that's the you only gotta, explanation you gotta bring I can give somebody you. else to the table if that's, this is the case. That's the only that's the only explanation I can give you. Probably he's getting money from from her. To like just stay around and stuff like that, and if he if he fucks up anything, he'd be like, oh, he's get he's getting cut off. That's the only way I could exp- explain no, it because no, no, I have I'm not sorry. seen it, so I can't tell you. I mean, I'm not like 15 years old. I'm not suffering through bad sex, man. <laughs> like you got to be giving me a very convincing allowance. <laughs> I don't know. To, like, and like I said, you didn't see it, so it's like it's one thing if like. Yeah, you got to watch it to understand, like, how bad it is for me to just be like, no, there's no fucking way. There's no fucking way. Twitter and the internet's still there. I'll maybe check it out one day. Like, trying it with her messy ass. Even got caught cheating with uh, Sway Lee. Sway Lee is one of the... Ray Swimmer. I think I said that right. I just call them air drummers. That's all I do. Oh, don't don't disrespect Ray Swimmer, man. Yeah, they they put out boom-ass fucking music. They're like the modern-day crisscross. Whoa. Whoa. They are the modern day Chris Whoa. <laughs> They're the modern day Whoa. Chris Whoa. Whoa. It's true though. I'm gonna stop you right there. Okay. Chris Cross was good for the time they were, nah, but enough to I'm then, sorry. Like, Way better than Chris Cross. Put nah. Chris Cross a shame, okay? A bunch of people who literally wore their clothes backwards to get hype. You're gonna compare them to the race swimmer? Yeah. It's it well you have to look at you have to look at the two groups. They're they're hyped for their time and they just died out. And Race Warmer didn't die out, they're still going. I didn't hear anything. The Yo, they're hit, about to drop a third album. I, I have no idea about that stuff. Yeah, you gotta wake up. That's why you're saying such crazy reckless shit. These seven minute rappers. Uh what's it what's what's in it? What's no, it? they're, little, they're little not like pump, a little pump and all of the Yeah, people? exactly. They're not they're not a little pump or a, whatever the six nine dude. I have no who idea. Who will literally be like done in a year. I have no idea what all these people are. It's like that XXX t- temptation, whatever. whatever. Yeah, like, he's in jail now. Yeah, that's all I know. There you go. He's in jail. They're race women ain't all that low. They they wrote songs for Beyonce. Okay. Okay, that's fine then. They're they're they're, they're on a wave. I don't know. Well, that wave is uh, it's about to. There's only one person that can ride a, ride a wave for that long, and it's um, uh, what's his face, uh, uh Max B. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, Max B ain't the only one who could ride a wave, okay? Like, Kanye made a song called Waves Don't Die, all right? So that should let you know right there. Waves is for anybody who just got their shit going on. And Race Murder are on Didn't that wave Kanye right now. Kanye West go crazy after that? Or he uh, no, Kanye West ain't crazy. He's a genius. But he was in the mental hospital. When? When he had his mental breakdown. They had him in 5150. That means he was in, like... When was this? When he had the concert there. And he went crazy. Yeah, I honestly, I genuinely don't know. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. He went crazy. Kanye's the shit. <laughs> don't hate. Same like Ray Swimmer. They're the shit. Don't All right. Hate. Let's see what we have to. Uh... Anyways, moving on. Let's keep it on the music tip because this is a story that I wanted to bring up at the time, but obviously we weren't around. So Janae Aiko goes on a friendly date with Big Sean courtside at the game. That's not friendly. Meanwhile, she's got a man at home. I don't know, man. Would you let that rock? I'm not answering that question. Why can't you answer that question? <laughs> no, I wouldn't let that ride. That's uh, <laughs> that's foul behavior. Yeah, I and think courtside too. If it was the bleach receipts, I feel like for me, the only way I could let that rock if it's like, if it's a friend I, I've known is your friend for a while, and it's like they know who I am type of situation. Like it's not like just some random pop. Like, oh, this is my friend, and like. He has tickets to the game and we're going to go. Because then I'd be like, yo, who the fuck is this friend that I've never heard of before in my life? You know yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah. But if it's like someone that like I've known of and like I've seen him before, even if like we haven't like had like a straight up formal meeting, but it's like you spoken about, oh, like we're, me and my friend are going for drinks. It's like, all right, cool. Like I know of this person. Then if you're like, oh, they got tickets to the game and I'm going. And it's got to be a situation too where it's like he got tickets. He was supposed to go with somebody else. That person canceled last minute. So now it's just like, you know, I need somebody to go with. Because then I could be like, all right, you know, like, 
I'm not gonna let tickets go to waste. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would just say find someone else. <laughs> but, don't, but don't you dare! If if I got a girl, don't you dare call my girl to be going on no goddamn date. And courtside too. Courtside, nigga, was you it, taking what, me? What game was it? You taking me? Uh, I think it was a Clippers game or. Oh, he don't really like you then. <laughs> LA? I, I don't think it was. If it was, a, if it was a Clipper game, he doesn't really like you. I mean, don't quote me on that. I'm not sure 100. If it's a Clipper game, he's not serious about you. If it was a Laker game, then that how, would be how that would be say trouble. That? Yo, Clippers are better than the Lakers right now. What are you talking about? Huh? Clippers are better than the Lakers right now. What are you talking about? Until the Clippers get out of the yeah, second it round, matter. it don't matter. Until they get out of the second it round, doesn't in their, matter. In their 40 something year history, then they'll be better than the Lakers. But they haven't been out of the second round ever. We're talking about the numbers this season, bro. They it doesn't. Are. It could be but better. This whenever season. this ha- and like I said, don't even quote me. I don't even know if it was. My Lakers Clippers. are making a run. My Lakers are making a run. We can get the eighth seed. Make that. Man, relax. We got Kuzma and Alonzo. <laughs> Killing it right now. Yo, how's Isaiah Thomas doing? We don't talk about Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> We don't talk about Isaiah Thomas. We do not talk about him. <laughs> I will tell you this though. The other was it yesterday? Either yesterday or it was Thursday. Luke Walton was just going off on that dude from Denver, from the Nuggets. Luke Walton? Yeah, your coach. What is he going off on Denver? Because uh, the Murray kid was like talking shit, and it was like this whole big controversy. I remember seeing it quickly on like a highlight it. because I didn't get the Denver game. I didn't get a chance to watch the game. Like I saw some highlights, and like I saw like. Luke Wallen just like going off, cussing dude out. I was like, you know what? I respect that. Yeah, Luke Wallen could get feisty sometimes. Yeah, because it means like, yo, I've always respected coaches that are like, take their players to the side and be like, I'm going to fight this for you. Because it just shows it's like that. That's how you keep your locker room. Because, you know, there was a lot of chirping going on about like how Luke Wallen doesn't have control of the locker room, which I thought was bullshit because, you know, you win two championships with a team. You get picked to coach that team. You know, there's going to be a a level of respect that's shown to you, you know, like just, just off the bat. It's like you, you're, a part of a legacy that you helped build in a sense. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the, the very thought that people were like questioning if he was a good fit as a coach, but it's clear like those players respect him a lot and like you see he's willing to stand up and even like like let a few rounds go off at the mouth, you know, if he has to for his players and that's something like I look at it, I respect that a lot, man. Yeah, Luke Wan's a cool dude. I think he'll, he'll be fine. He just, the, the team is brand new. We need to gel and chill with all the people and stuff like that, but uh on your t- on the thing back to Jenna Aiko again, um, yeah, she's foul for that, and and Yo, Big Sean. I, I, don't, but, I don't know if she's foul, but these people are stars, so like I, they they go by a different but set of rules. I, I feel and like stuff. It, I feel like it, it looks foul because now her and Big Sean are together, but at the time, I feel like if, if they literally went as friends, because I mean they were making music back then too. It wasn't like they had like absolutely nothing going mm-hmm. on together. The only way I can say it's foul is if something happened. Obviously, that like none of us could, could say it did or did not, but something would have had to happen, and then that led to them getting together at this point for isn't, me to be like, it's foul. Isn't that what happened with Ariana Grande and Mac Miller or something like that? They weren't dating, and she was dating someone else, and they, they kissed in, in some video, and after you see them end up together. Shit, sometimes all you gotta do is work together, man. Oh, please. Hey, I mean, I, I try to avoid hooking up with people I work with, but it's only because I like. A, a good level of separation <laughs> no legit no you think about it man like you go to work they're there you leave they're there weekend comes around they want to hang it's like yo there's no escape I need some level of separation <laughs> dude is an isolationist no I'm not not even like I'm an isolationist but it's just like I'm more speaking from experience like I've done it in the past and, and legit it's like it's fun at first where it's like oh we're at work and it's like oh I see you oh you're so cute no, whatever you know like yeah but then there's literally points where it's just like, I need me time, you know? Mm. And it's like, I may not be seeing you after work, but I'm still seeing you at work. You're still trying to spend breaks together at work and shit. It's like, it's no, like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> don't you have any other coworkers? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I've never had that situation arise. Uh, like that. That's why, like, whenever like situations come up where people are talking about like hooking up with people for work, I'm just like, don't fucking do it. Yeah, yeah like, yeah. don't fucking do it. Like, it, it. I mean, if you've never done it before, by all means, learn the lesson. <laughs> it's like that simple like learn the lesson and then you're, you're gonna understand why you're setting up our uh, listeners uh, to fail man <laughs> no I, I'm telling them don't do it but if you've never done it and you're hard of hearing learn the lesson <laughs> like I, I, I'm, I can't tell you what to do I can only suggest based on my experience what's a good thing to do I, I, you know what put it like this 
it, let's say your job has shifts where it's like, you know, you have the, the morning shift, the afternoon shifts. Hook up with somebody who doesn't work the same shift as you. And at the very least, it's like, yeah, you could work it together. You may see each other when the shifts are changing, but you still have that level of separation. So it's like when they come home, now you can hang or, you know, when it's the weekend, you hang, you know, like, but have that level of separation. Yeah, I guess so. All that to say, Jane Aiko, I don't think you did anything wrong. I hope you didn't do anything wrong. But at the same time, man, we see you happy with Big Sean. So maybe that courtside date did the trick. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Like I said, that's kind of foul. Maybe he went crazy on the concessions and she was like, you know what, man? He might got it like that. Got a Clippers game? No. Concessions are expensive, bro. At a Clipper game? No. No, concessions anywhere is expensive. Right? You kidding uh, me? $15 well, for a except Atlanta. Pizza. Except Atlanta. Atlanta has like $2 hot dogs. And yeah, stuff like they're that. doing it right. Yeah, yeah. They're doing it right. All Fuck, right. you go to the Bell Center here. Like, it's like $15 for like People one still go to that pizza. place? Well, there's shows that happen and games that happen at the Bell Center. So there's yeah. games that happen at the Bell Center? Uh, we do have a hockey team. That's called a hockey team? <laughs> Even if all their shit, they are a fucking hockey team. No, no, no. That's a, that's a beer league. <laughs> Not a hockey team. That's a beer league no, team. No, 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 no. That's a beer league team. I've been to beer leagues. <laughs> they don't charge $15 for a pint <laughs> of beer, okay? I tell you that. Oh, <laughs> Beer League's got it right. Yeah. <laughs> $7 pints, just like the bar. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. I can't. Uh, <laughs> fucking Canadians. <laughs> I mean, we could keep it up with sports and uh, talk about who you think is going to be MVP this year, man. Basketball? Yeah. Um, it's Harden. Runaway. runaway. I feel the same way, man. It's a runaway MVP. Um, he's like really killing it. Um, right now, he needs to like really mess up to like lose that. And the next person close to him would probably be, I would say, Anthony Davis, maybe? Anthony Davis yeah. was putting up crazy numbers. I feel like, especially since Cousins went down and he knew he, like, really had to step his shit up. Yeah. You're seeing, like, a side of Davis that, like, we haven't seen come out of a player since, like, maybe, like, Shaq days. Yeah. Where He's it's, like, up just, numbers. I'm going to go out there and I, I know I have to dominate for my team to do anything. And, like, we're seeing it happen, like, pretty well right now. Yeah. So I would have to say that as well. And, like, the, the one thing for Harden, it feels like after last year where he lost to Westbrook because, I mean, Westbrook just averaging a triple-double on the yeah. season, it's, like, it's something that hadn't been done in, in damn near 30 years. So it's, like, to have that happen, I understood why Harden didn't get it last year. But he's continuing where he left off last yeah, year on he's... top of the fact that his team is winning. And, you know, like, it, you hear a lot of talk about, like, how majority of his stuff is because he gets fouled. But, I mean... If everybody knows that they and it keeps happening, that's a switch. testament to his skill. Make the switch, but they don't they don't know how to really get on him yet. I think probably next year it will be someone else, but um No, I I'm just I look at runaway. I look at his game and, and I I look at his style and I just think, yeah, like it's it's clear to me he is running away with this MVP race. But, and on top of it, it's like you look at the Houston Rockets, like I know Chris Paul shows up and a lot of people were wondering like how could Chris Paul and, and Harden coexist. And you're seeing, like, I felt like with Chris Paul there, because Chris Paul is such an alpha male. Mm-hmm. Like, wherever he goes, in his head, he's the man. And because of that, people around him, it's either they're going to get suppressed into that or they're going to match it. And I feel like Harden, with that type of mentality coming into the team, he's matching it and, and in some cases surpassing it. Yeah, Because he's going out there like, yo, I'm seeing this guy come in. He's working extra hard. He's fighting for balls. You know, he's playing defense. And you're actually seeing, like, not that Harden's playing the best defense he's ever played. But you're seeing an effort out of Harden that we haven't seen. Well, yeah, his defense was pretty bad. His defense was really bad. I I feel like the way we saw Harden burn out last year in the playoffs, where it it literally looked like he gave up, but I really just think he was burned out. That could happen this season, too. I don't think it will. Because, one, I don't think... He's going to allow that type of pressure to be all on his shoulders with Paul there. And on top of that, I feel like the the way he's elevated his game this season with everybody that's around and that team as a whole has elevated. I feel like he's he knows he doesn't have to go out there and literally beat yeah. everything yeah. for them to win. But they're still, they're still beating the Warriors. They're not getting close to the Warriors. <sighs> Man, the fucking Warriors. Do you realize that the Houston Rockets won 17 games straight? I, th- I think it's 16 or 17 games straight. And then lost to the Raptors. No, no. Have they lost the Raptors? Yeah, they lost last night to okay. the Raptors. So that's that's the thing. They they won seventeen games straight, 
and Golden State and them still have the same record. Well, of do course, you tell how crazy that is? That means they're only Golden State is literally like it's a machine. You 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 have it's a machine. Four all stars that literally are starting lineup that can all stars. They can shoot. They can they can dribble. They can play the inside. They pass. Defend like, everything. Yeah, they do every single thing you need them to do is what they do. But, and one of them goes like, look, Steph Curry rolls his ankle. He's out. Yeah, he's they out still, two weeks, though. Yeah. They still go out there and beat the shit out of, <laughs> of any team they face. You know, like Kevin Durant goes down. Guess what? Steph Curry's going to step up, you, yeah. know? you know? Oh, our three points aren't hitting. Klay Thompson's just going to knock three in but a that's, row. And- that's the only thing. I feel bad for them next year because uh, we're going to get uh, Klay Thompson to the Lakers. Because, <laughs> you know, Klay Thompson want to be part of that purple and gold just like his dad. Who, who aren't you getting in 2019? Huh? Like, let, let's just... We're getting Paul George. We're getting Clay Thompson. That's what we're getting. That's it. That's all we That's need. That's all you're getting. That's all you're all getting. all we need. I want to make sure, like, because I feel like whenever there's a name of a free agent that's, like, high profile out there, Laker fans are just like, well, he's coming to the Lakers. And it's just, like, automatic. You know, no, you know why we're sure? Because we got magic. Because we got magic. Magic. And now with Kuzma, oof, Kuzma's going to be MVP. One, one, one of these... One of these seasons, he's gonna be MVP. I could see it. He has that Kobe look in him. He wants it. Look, just tell Magic to stop complimenting players and uh, getting million dollar fines, and you should be okay. That's a legend. <laughs> no one can prove that. No one can prove that. No, he did compliment. Uh, oh fuck, what's his name? Paul George. No, for, Paul George was uh, over the off season. There was another player that he complimented. That happened a couple weeks ago that they find him for because he literally just complimented him. Magic Johnson's and, a billionaire. Like he literally just said, Yeah, he's a good player. Which to me, I thought that was stupid. I'm like, why is he getting fined for saying a player's good? Like, I should like even if I'm in the managerial position, I should be able because to say they're scared of magic. That's, that's a why. good player. Because they're scared of magic. You know? They know and, and that's the, like, it makes no sense to me. Like, I can't like if I see somebody doing well, like what if he was like LeBron James is a good player? Like you're gonna find him for that? Like make, it's make, a fucking fact. Because they're scared of magic. They they know what magic can do. That's the thing. Magic. Like it's literally a fucking fact. Like the guy that he said is a good player. And like it, it came after like a, a historic performance. I think I, I, I hit that I can't remember. But I mean, you guys can look it up quick. I just I got the uh, list. All I'm saying is is that uh, <laughs> if we get Paul George, we get Clay Thompson, we start doing good. And we, like we end up first in the West. Kobe come out of retirement, get that last chip. Hey. And, oh, and congratulations to. Uh, Winning an Oscar. Winning an Oscar, Kobe Bryant. Still winning. That's, that's... You know And that, that, for him, that is quite the fee because you think a lot of people were asking, like, what's he going to do after retirement? He wasn't even sure what he was going to do. And then he ends up, I don't know, I can't remember if he, he wrote or if he was producing. He wrote, he was writing. Yeah. He was writing. He, he was writing as part of, like, the Dream Basketball, like, animated short. And, I mean, you got to think, like, this is your first time working on any type of like film animated series like anything and for you to like one shot get an oscar like that's fucking boss that's the goat that like that is pretty damn boss and and you got a thing on top of it too it's like for a anyone in any type of situation to just jump from one medium to another well not technically medium in his sleep but like one career to another to even like get respectable acknowledgement uh-huh. not not just like accolades or anything but just like respectable acknowledgement where it's like they see what you've done and be like yo that was really good is a feat in itself but for him to be on the Oscar stage and winning the Oscar after being nominated like that was fucking huge man no that's uh that's that's who he is like he's always a competitor no matter what Kobe Bryant if you see like in business in sports Always competing to be the best. He'll, he'll always say, I, can't even, I can't even say this is competition. Because, like, he didn't make that with the idea of, I'm trying to get an Oscar. I know, but... You know, like... Everything it, he does is 100%. Exactly. And, and, and that, 100%. that's what I respect about. It's like, he... Because when... I remember, like, I haven't seen it, but I remember seeing, like, interviews where he was talking about, like, the whole process of it and just being like, you know, this was something that... I just really wanted to do and like kind of like almost giving his story and a take that's like relatable to other people. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's dope. But you know, like everybody yeah. has that passion project that they just like dive themselves into. And like, that's what he did. Mm-hmm. But for you to like, just have a passion project that you just wanted to be like, this is like my ode to basketball. And then like the highest stage in film says, this is more than an ode to basketball. Like this is a masterpiece to basketball is like phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That's why, yeah, I can't say it was competition. It's just, it's people respecting 
the the no. true and pure effort that you put into it. Well, now when people work. people when you win an Oscar, now you gotta go. You have to yell Kobe. Bro, okay, relax. That's what you gotta do, Kobe. No, you still it's Meryl Streep. <laughs> Did she win an Oscar yet? Uh, Meryl Streep, yeah, she's won a lot of Oscars. Wasn't she like nominated for like twenty something times, and then she hasn't won or something? Is this something? No, like that? you're you're probably thinking Leonardo DiCaprio, who only has one. Oh yeah, yeah, he has yeah. one. Yeah, he just got one like two years ago. Same amount as Kobe. Same amount as Kobe. Let's go. Same amount as uh, Denzel Washington. But yeah, Mer- Meryl Streep is like the goat. Like if, if you're talking about like comparable, like as from not just Oscars, but like across the board. Well, yeah, career wise and acting, yeah. yes, that I could say. But I'm talking about like Kobe, like in general. Kobe win championships. Kobe win at business. Kobe win at movies. What can't Kobe do? Absolutely nothing. He's gonna say something about Wonka. Huh? <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Kobe. All right. What's the next? Uh, Thing we can talk about that's sports related, if any. Uh, you want to talk about the Browns making big moves or uh, Richard Sherman not being a Seahawk anymore? Let's or? give a few seconds to these two, these couple of things here. Yeah, so <laughs> the Legion of Boom is no more. It's over. It's finito. It's done. Um, because Pete Carroll was too selfish. Bennett's with the Eagles now. Um, yeah. One of the most dominant looking defensive lines right now is yeah, the crazy. Philadelphia Eagles. That's crazy. They've made their team much stronger than it was last like, season. Which is scary. Crazy. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, and. Sherman's a free agent. Sherman's a free agent. He's not going to sign back for I think money. Earl Thomas is going to be a free agent. I don't know if it was officially announced yet. I know they got, uh, they let go. Who's that other fucking guy? Pretty much their whole secondary is in shambles. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's like I said, Pete Carroll is, uh, um, I've said this many times, and even our friend Wolfgard, he was saying that, um, and but he was repeating that what Sherman said is like, they're getting tired of the offense and, and um, of Wilson and, um, and Pete Carroll because it's always the defense for years that's been bailing them out of a bad situation. Oh, and it's been like that since well, look, they, forever. They went with the old school mentality right away where it's like defense wins championships and it worked out for them. Mm-hmm. But after that defense wins you a championship, you got to remember you're going to get to a point where that defense that you paid high value for, you, you're not going to be able to afford anymore. So you're going to have to shift that cash towards your offense. And over the last three seasons, they haven't really shifted that money towards the offense. They've oh. tried to just keep that defense intact. They have no running back to speak of. Russell Wilson, as far as the offense goes, is the offense. And, you know, they brought in Jimmy Graham, but really didn't use him. Jimmy Graham is not good for that team. He's not a good fit for that team. I don't it's even just... feel like it was a matter of not a good fit for the team. But like, they just didn't capitalize on him the way they should have. I mean, like, you have a guy like Jimmy Graham who's a big body. He has height. He has speed. And you don't really capitalize on that on, like, first down situations. Like, everything is a scramble for Russell because their O-line was shit. So now you're seeing it's, like, the only way for them to actually be able to make a shift in anything is if they let go of all these people on defense that they cashed out on. And pretty much for the next year or two, they may be the worst. Well, the Rams is the best team in that division right now anyway, so... Uh, yeah, and you know what? The 49ers, after the acquisition oh, yes. that they've Garoppolo. made... Garoppolo? and they're in top... Like, they were trying to get a key to leave, but we ended up putting giving him to the Rams. And it's just like, you're seeing, like, those teams that, you know, they took a beating the last couple of seasons because they just had to let their young guys learn, make small adjustments, but now that they got those key pieces that they were missing you're seeing a shift that's happening you know the rams they just needed a new coach <laughs> yeah jeff fisher was oh my god they needed a new coach that terrible. could look terrible at the team and be like all right this is what we're gonna do you know you take jared goff and you make this guy look like a star yo todd Gurley. there's no reason why todd Gurley shouldn't be out there carrying the office that kid is a stunner man yeah and you saw it happen this year. And I, I feel next year, especially taking the type of loss that they did in the playoffs, it's like it's something to grow from. It's something to learn from. And, I mean, they're a young team. They're going to do well next year. But You just got to get fans to come out and watch the games in L.A. Because, yeah. uh, but you know what? The, the way L.A. works, it's if you're not winning, they're not going to show up. Yeah, but the Rams have been winning, and they can't even fill this freaking uh, stupid the Coliseum. But, it, it, but that's the thing. It's more it's, it's placement, and it's the fact that it's like you're new there. Now that the they the word of mouth is that you're a winning team and like you got the winning formula, people are going to come out. I mean, it, it's just how it works. It's it's never an immediate shift unless you're really going to like a small marketplace. Like take uh, OKC for example, going from Seattle to, to Oklahoma City. There's nothing there. That was a bad move. 
No, but okay. at, but as far as like team wise, you look at them like they fill up the the stadium every night because there's nothing else there. Like what, the only other teams they really have to cheer for are like the high school teams or the university teams. But they're competing against the college. Yeah, but I mean, in, in any state, you're going to be competing against the college. It's just how it works. Well, except for like, but like, yeah, like they're the professional team that's there for the fans. You I, know? All I'm saying is that you look at L.A. You got the Lakers, you got the Clippers, you got the Angels, you got the Dodgers. You you know, there's so many. Te- then you bring the Chargers, you bring the Rams. You have the beach the and all King. that stuff. There's a lot of stuff to do in L.A. That's uh, that too. There's it's like a lot of stuff there's, to do. there's the nightlife. There's the Hollywood life. There's the beach. Like there's so much shit happening in L.A. You that can. bringing two more teams, like not even one, two but teams. two more teams over there. It's a lot. Of course. That's <laughs> a, a lot. It's a lot. But you know what? It, in LA, there's a lot to do. So uh, I got to try going there in Los Angeles for a good vacation time. I'd like to go see how it is over there. But it's pricey. Uh, Save up that money. <laughs> Save up that money to go. Of course it's pricey. And um, anything else in sports that's really happened? Uh, mm, that's really it. Just that's that main stuff. And uh, nothing. I, I will like to say a t- keep to leave. I'm gonna miss you, bro. I can't believe you're gonna miss him. Yo, for real, you helped us win a championship. Yo, you you fought with Michael Crabtree, bitch, twice. You know, yanked his chain twice. My man, showed up, showing who the real motherfuckers in this league are. <laughs> I respect you. I got love for you, brother. You know, and, and and for that alone, I will be forever grateful for what you did for the No Fly Zone. Rocking that orange and blue, the Bucking Broncos, my man. Broncos. Still Good not- luck with the Rams. <laughs> I know you're gonna go with that team. You're gonna, you're just gonna do what you always do, man. You're just gonna go out there and you're gonna ball. Didn't he, don't the Broncos still have a quarterback, right? Yo, don't worry about that, man. <laughs> I'm just asking. Don't worry, yo. We're gonna draft our quarterback. It's gonna be blessed, Baker Mayfield. You know it. I don't and think you want those problems. On top of that. It, let, You're let's just say Johnny Manziel two Yo, if we don't get Kirk Cousins and he ends up going to the Vikings or the Jets, whichever, yo, I kind of hope Kirk Cousins goes to the Vikings, so then we can get into a little bit of a steal and take Case Keenum. Case Keenum for what? He'd be a steal. A steal of garbage. St- Anyone can steal garbage. Please. Did, did you not see him this season? There is raw talent right there. Case Keenum was a bust in the playoffs. It was hot garbage in the playoffs. And that's Case Keenum all the time. Yo, he had a fluke season, and that was it. Oh, It'll never happen don't, again. Don't, don't do that, man. We all know Jeff Fisher was a bad judge of character. Both of his quarterbacks that he had, one of them went on to win the Super Bowl, and the other one made it to the playoffs, okay? Well, Nick Foles was never his quarterback. Oh, Jamali's one. calling. Should put him on speaker. Yo, Jamali. Yo, what's up? Yo, yo, we got you on speaker right now because we're recording the podcast. Bro, where the fuck you at? I don't know, man. I thought Jason was going to text me. Oh, you see, Jason. I was out. Yeah, Jason was uh, with his uh, his boo thing over there. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. Did I just started recording. Now uh, we've been going for uh, yeah about thirty five minutes. I mean, yo, if you can make it, yo, come through, man. I mean, even if we we finish recording by the time you get here, we could just chill. We can hang, you know. We're... I have to go out though. Oh, because guy, yo, J- Jason's acting like he's too cool for us, man. Yeah, he has to do his thing. He has his real. He has his real. Yeah. Leave me alone. All right, man. Anyways, yo, if you want to come through, come through, man. We here, we're recording. All right, yo. All right. Peace. That was a little cut in by uh, yeah, Jamali. You know, yeah. you because know, Jamali's supposed to be here, man. I don't know where he's at. I called feature. him before, but he didn't answer. A little feature by uh, Jamali there. <laughs> yeah. Family, man. It's all about that family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Don't worry about it, man. We're, we're gonna get our quarterback. We're gonna be blessed. All right. We'll be straight. I think Chargers are going to win the next year the division. We lost on a freaking stupid technicality. Hey, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, bro. You ain't winning nothing. All right, so that's enough football. We've, uh, <laughs> we've, we've uh, exhausted sports today. Let's uh, move on to the next topic. All right, uh, this is a random question that I saw popped up on Twitter. I think it was last week. If you had the opportunity to have sex, get, like guaranteed you're going to have sex once a week or get 50K, which one would you pick? One time 50k or 50k once a week? For argument's sake, let's say one time 50k. I'll pick sex because I, I could make 50k through work. So really? doesn't bother me. You would rather guaranteed sex once a week over getting the 50k? 
I don't understand the nature of the question though. Like, I, I like pretty one, much put it in lamest terms. All right, fifty k. You can get. Those? You can receive fifty k right now. Okay. Or be guaranteed sex once a week. Um, no, I'll take the sex. Guaranteed sex once a week because it doesn't have to be just only once, and I can make fifty k through working. So it makes no difference. Oh man, I'm taking the 50k. No. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason why is because I I mean, even though like the there was a poll that happened and majority of people said they would do the sex once a week, for me it's I mean, as much as I enjoy sex, I don't need it once a week. But it said what would you prefer? You don't you yeah, you I would prefer to receive the fifty K. <laughs> That's you. I can't argue with how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, me personally, it's like, no, I'm working for fifty K. Why the hell the hell yeah i can make 50k on my own and then receive 50k okay but you and that's it you, okay you have your 50k yeah. and that's it okay right and if sex was was not guaranteed like then you're like oh. but if it's sex guaranteed we're saying guaranteed once a week that's uh it's automatic and and i'm making money sure hell yeah i'm taking the sex i'm not taking no 50k no i i feel like i'd get the money because i can literally just go out and I mean, like, with all the options we have today, like, we talk about all the time how, like, I don't use, like, dating apps. But, I mean, if you really are strapped for sex, you can go on dating apps. You can go out to bars and clubs and shit. And you can meet people and hook up or get a girlfriend. So you're saying you're using that money to pick up girls? No, I'm saying I can go and pick up girls on my own. I don't need it to be guaranteed. But I'd rather you picking up and getting sex with girls is two different things, though. Just because you pick up a girl doesn't mean that you're having sex with her that night or something like that. We're saying it in the context of you're going to have a hookup. It's a hypothetical. All right, all right, but you can't do that every. It's once. a hypothetical. It's a hypothetical, but it's 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 highly unlikely that it'll happen at once a week all the time. Well, I'll put it like this: even when I go out, I'm not going out with the expectation of hooking up. Okay. So it's like knowing my personal need of like I don't look to have sex once a week I'd rather get the 50k nah nah <laughs> I don't know what to tell you I honestly don't know what to tell you I would I would like you heard it here first guys Jason needs sex more than I do that's cool that's, that's, I don't know that about you what, why are you making this stuff up I didn't make it up you just said that I didn't say I need you just said you would you I would rather guaranteed sex once a week but I said I would prefer that because I'm already working for 50k why would I need oh yeah okay it's nice to have the 50k and okay, you're not guaranteed sex every week, but if you're guaranteed, that's a bonus. That's a bonus on top of your working. No, fifty k is a bonus. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> agree to disagree. We agree to disagree. Oh, I'm not. I'm not trying to shut yours down. Like I, I mean, your choice is your choice, and I respect your choice. It's just I'm, I'm a bit shocked. Like I figured you would have been like, give me the fifty k because I'll fuck when I want to fuck. I never had all that money. <laughs> I never had gotten 50k in one time in all that moment so losing it or never having it doesn't make me any difference because i never had it so to me to turn it down it's nothing it's like okay well as somebody who has had sex once a week guaranteed i'd rather have 50k okay (laughs) it's true when you're in a relationship you're guaranteed sex once a week. Yes, that is true. Sex on the reg, you know? Like, okay. It's just what it is. But I'm talking about the... the. Uh, so knowing that lifestyle, give me the 50K. I'll have sex once every two weeks and I'll be okay. Oh <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll have it once a month. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, I'm taking, uh, I'm taking this guaranteed sex with me. Uh, the money can wait. Jason is a horn dog. You hear that, ladies? If you get with him, if you ball and chain it up with this guy he is making sure your walls get painted once a week you better be a generous lover jason i'm doing i'm hooking you up here huh no one knows what's going on behind the scenes here so i'm just being <laughs> extremely quiet right now she's asleep huh <laughs> she's asleep no she's not she's smiling back there i can see her moving <laughs> no, she's not is jason a generous lover she's i not- just need a thumbs up <laughs> Uh, uh, she's not gonna say anything oh yeah she she gave me the head nod that's all i needed good for you jason i'm proud of you oh my god i'm proud of you putting that mouth to work (laughs) don't give her ammunition please i'm not giving her ammunition i'm just saying 
proud of you. Next topic, please. My brother. <laughs> Next topic, please. All right. This is something I've wanted to talk about since opening night. But Jason was taking his sweet ass time to fucking watch it. Black motherfucking Panther. Yep, yep, yep. I finally saw it. Well, like two weeks ago, I saw it, yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately we got a colonizer in here, so uh, I got to keep it together. Colonizer? <laughs> Yo, when they said that in the movie, I was like, I was like dying because like when, when, and spoiler alert, it's been out a while, I could spoil a bit. Um, yeah, we can spoil the shit out of this, man. Um, when the dude woke up from, uh, from his back surgery thing. And Shuri was like, don't scare me like that, Colonizer. <laughs> like, dying. Yo, I burst out of the tears in the theater, man. No, that movie was awesome. Oh, my God. Awesome. First off, Shuri was a highlight for me in that film. M'Baku was a highlight as well. Every, everyone in that movie felt useful. No one yeah. felt... no. It's not like a side character or anything like that. Like, all the people that you see in the trailer, they're all yeah. important. The only thing that they're bugged all me important. about it is, like, I felt... It could have been centralized around T'Challa a lot more. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I felt like it was really, even though it was called Black Panther, it should have, it could have literally been like Black Panther and then like colon, like Life of Wakanda. But I think, I think the reason why they did it like that is because we saw so much of him in Civil War. Exactly. I think, that, and, I think and that that's the exact same thing I was thinking And they introduced too. a lot more characters yeah. in this to bring into other stuff as yeah. well, so which is good. 100%. Like I was yeah. going to say that afterwards but yeah i feel like because in civil war it's like we got a, a very not thorough but a very good introduction to like who t'challa is his connection to the the avengers or the world in general and like mm -hmm. him as a character like what he's capable of his fighting skills things like that i feel like because we got all of that in civil war they really just wanted to introduce this new world of Wakanda and like what its importance is yeah. to the grand scheme of the MCU. Uh, and, and I mean, they did a great job of that. I mean, dude, what a beautiful movie to yeah, watch too. Like, great movie. Visuals are amazing. Yeah. Oh. Michael B. Jordan, the, the probably best villain since Loki in, um, in, 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 in a Marvel. MCU, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, well, I, I could say that. No, I would say I, as much as like, I liked Ultron, I want to say Ultron was okay. I didn't like. like it I like Ultron, but I'm, I'm taking it more of a side of it's an acted character. Yeah, you know, whereas Ultron was was a CGI character, obviously because he's a giant metal body. But as an acted character, or, Loki to me is like still the best because he he plays that anti-villain role. Yeah. Where it's like he can do good things and often does, but at the same time, there's always a trick up his sleeve, like which is Loki's nature. Yeah, whereas Killmonger. Keeping it real. That was a real nigga right there. <laughs> he like, was real. As much as I liked him, I know if he was a real life person, I would hate his guts because he's like, he reminds me of all those hoteps that just make everything political and divisive. Yeah. Even though like he had a great point in what he wanted to accomplish, the way he wanted to accomplish it, it I would, I never would agree with. Yeah. Because it's like, you're basically doing to the people what the oppressors did to you yeah yeah which is never something you should strive for because then you're you're no better than the people who put you in that position in the first place yeah so eric killmonger yeah he's uh like i said the best villain since loki but there's also another villain who i liked um michael keaton vulture yeah he was michael really keaton good. vulture is really good and i hope they yeah. bring him back too i hope they bring him back in something else too you know like shout out to michael keaton having a very good like underrated comic book movie streak. You think so? Man. Underrated? He's the best Batman. But as I mean, like in this generation, a lot of people don't know that. Like for us, okay, we like we know that because we remember it. But you think of like this new wave, this new generation. Mm. Majority of them don't know about all these old Batmans that happened before Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah. So oh, like, I think he's the best Batman. I mean, like. And it's funny because, like, he did Vulture. I don't know if you could count Birdman as... <laughs> like, it was more of a drama. Like, yeah. But, I mean, even in that, like, he's, like, a fantasy type of hero. And then, yeah, Batman. It's like, he's really, like, done his shit. Yeah, he's a really... But he's always been one of the great, great actors. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've always enjoyed his roles. He can do drama roles, comedy yeah. stuff. Uh, Beetlejuice is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, no, like, um, he, he has a very good... Like a very respectable streak in movies, as far as I can think of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flying under the radar there, but we're uh, we're noticing you, Michael Keaton. 
Yep, yep, yep. But uh, going back to <laughs> Black Panther, Black Panther, man, just overall, like, I, I felt like, like I was saying, like I felt like Shuri was like a showstopper, but Mbaku stole the show for me, man. Like just even though I, I wish we had a bit more of him in the Jabari, just because they were just like I, I feel like if there was any group in there that were like the hood black people, it was the Jabari's. But you know, but because <laughs> they're just like, yeah, we don't give a fuck. We're here but to you, do this. <laughs> but you know why he's so good? He's Trini, so. Okay. I can't. I can't. I can't. You know. Okay. Calm your, t- calm your tits, Jason. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the no, but, <laughs> Okay. We don't talk like we sing. I don't know where you, this nonsense coming from. No, but no. The movie was amazing. The visuals were great. Um, like I said, every character was important. That's that's one of the main things that I liked about this movie. Every character was important. They serve a purpose yeah. for the story. And I just love how like they didn't try to even though like the content was like serious at times when you're watching it it feels like it's such a colorful embracing movie like every shot was useful you know and and you're you're stuck there like just visually impacted by it like the scene where he goes into the ethereal plane and like he's with the other panthers and you're seeing it's like the big purple sky in the tree yeah and when they get to like the main focus of the tree you just see like the eyes of the black panthers that was cool and Dude, I, like, I saw it, it in 3d so good i didn't man. i didn't like, i didn't expect to go see it in 3d oh, when i saw it imax 3d but i, I saw like, it in 3d they had it and i was like Whoa, i said Straight up, there's no crazy. other way i'm watching this i'm watching it imax 3d like done deal yeah and this was crazy when i saw it I legit like, i was just like it, it's such a beautiful movie so to watch. Do you think if if something like Wakanda existed today, um, do you think that would be a good or bad thing? For if Wakanda just magically appeared on the map, You're and moving all there? these years we were like, what? The, they, they won't accept us there. Then I would be like Michael B. Jordan, like the fuck is this? You know. But, but he he's lucky because he got the coding. Like he yeah. was his father made sure he was one of them, even though he had never been. And I was like. And like I'll be, I'll be like Michael B. Jordan when he walks Let's into be the real, throne room. Man, they they're hiding the whole time. All these resources they could have been helping the world. Yeah, watching it in chaos from afar. You know, like that that's kind of I'd be a bit pissed to be real with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know, as much as like I want to be a part of that, like, be, I'd be like, yo, you see us motherfuckers out here like this, and you've been sitting on a mountain of a brainium, bitch. <laughs> I'd be like Michael B. Jordan too when he walked in handcuffed in the throne room. Like y'all sitting nice in here. Yeah, like like sure. I'm like you motherfuckers been living. <laughs> No, you guys are living. It's crazy. Like, yo, that's some bullshit, bro. <laughs> and like to think like and, and not even just like on a North American type of situation. It's like you're just looking in your own backyard of Africa and just seeing like what's been going around around there as far as like war torn countries or like countries that are only now like really like boosting up. And, and not yeah. to say like that's all of Africa, like don't get me wrong. But there are spots in Africa that could use resources, use help. And if you have a place like Wakanda that's literally been like centuries just completely isolated hiding themselves on purpose from the world and just watching from afar that's fucked up yeah people get pissed off feel loved you know it's like it's like Nakia said in, in the movie it's like she can't just stay in Wakanda and do nothing when she knows the amount of people around the world who are suffering yeah you know and it's like like yeah, Jordan said like yo there's two billion people on earth that look like us and getting yeah. the, and y'all are just sitting here nice not doing nothing like exactly. it's crazy it's like it's that type of mentality you gotta ask yourself is if you have that much and you know you can have that type of an impact would you do something? Make Should you do something? Yep, yep. You know, yep. and and I mean, I understand the original purpose of the secrecy is because you know, back when Wakanda was created and discovered, you're seeing all like the colonizers. You're seeing all these people like basically trying to do empirical uh, conquests of the world, and you know, you have something that if the world knows of it, everyone is going to come after you. Mm-hmm. It's not like just whoever's in power at the time it's literally every single nation will be against your one nation so that's where like the big issue comes in so i mean you understand it but when you get to that point where you can make fucking vibranium suits uh something's got to give i wish i I had that suit i wish i had that suit man but i i I would want michael b jordan's one i don't want the purple one i want the purple one nah man yo that i want the purple one no the black and gold black and gold looks nice but that purple one at night, you just like yeah, it, people. it'd be dope at night. Stalking but I mean, people at night with that black and gold, man. Come on, that's the original comic look to him. Not original, but that's his look that he normally has in the comic. The oh, God, he has a cape too. Yeah, he has a cape and everything. But uh, yeah, this looks like he's wearing a giant black spandex. <laughs> I don't know, but no, it was a good movie. Ryan uh, Ryan Coogler, 
good stuff, good directing, good cast. Which doesn't surprise me because and, I mean, Ryan uh, Coogler's been killing the game for a while. Yeah. We've talked about Fruitvale Station before. We've talked about Creed. And I mean, just if you've ever seen even, even like one of those movies, like you would understand how good, good he is and why him doing and but there was uh something that came up where apparently they originally wanted ava duvernay to be the one to do black panther but because she was working on a wrinkle in time thank god bullet dodged you know i i won't necessarily say that i just feel like i feel like it would still be just as black because everything ava duvernay has done in the past oh i'm not surprised she she's very good at at like cinematography wise filming black people like, I just felt like it would have a different visual tone. Like, hers, it would be a lot more about, like, the shades and, and stuff like that. And I don't know if she would have been as widespread as far as the movie story goes. Because Coogler made it a, a very widespread thing. I know Ava's very good on, like, just bringing out, like, specific things and making them big. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, with her whole thing that she did with like, the 13 that's on Netflix, like, you're taking very, something very specific and just bringing, like, the broad scale of it open. But, yeah, like, I just feel like it would have been two different tones. But knowing that Coogler, as far as, like, but, an action-toned yeah, movie but, goes, like, he already has that. And then we've seen, like, he can bring the serious drama setting from Fruitvale yeah. into, like, something like this. So, I mean, I was perfectly there, pleased with that. There was a meme online saying... um, Oh, now that y'all went and see um like the wrinkle in time thing, mm. it's an old, uh, and a picture of Oprah saying, "Well, now that y'all went and see this Black Panther thing, y'all better come and see our movie now too." And there's a guy who commented, "Nah." <laughs> no, I'll, I'll tell you this. Like, nah. like I never read the book A Wrinkle in Time. Like I honestly, when it was announced, I had no clue it was even a book. But some Disney stuff. But I do want to see this movie just because like it looks like it's a very Welsh. Like I like Disney movies where you could tell like. It's going to be grand sets, you know, like it, it adventurous, something that's really just going to draw you in. And, and pretty much everything I've heard about, it's like it's a type of movie where it's like if you're an adult, you're going to connect. If you're a child, you're going to connect. Like they're saying, you know, if you have like kids or you have like, in my case, nieces, you should bring them. I'm not saying I'm going to go with the nieces, but I've boycotted um, Disney movies, though. Why? Because a lot of Disney movies are racist, not Marvel movies. Marvel movies are technically Disney movies now. Blasphemy. Technicality, man. Mm. The money they make goes to Disney. Okay. Black Panther is about to get that billion after this weekend. We'll see. We'll see. All right. I mean, really? You, you no, it's, it, it reached a billion. No, I'm saying you, you boycotting Disney? Just Disney movies. I think The Incredibles is uh, Incredibles 2. That looks stupid. What? Incredibles 2 looks stupid. Oh, man. I don't... It went from a good movie, from what I've seen, to, I don't from know the if we trailer. Can be friends anymore, Jason. From from the, from the trailer, I saw it's like okay, this is another movie. How do you feel about dad. The Incredibles? Oh, she just gave me a shoulder shrug. Mm, oh, that's God. that's my girl. You think you know people, man? I'm sitting here with two heathens. <laughs> <laughs> I let I let the devil into my home. Oh all my right. God! So that's all on Black Panther. What else do we have? Uh, I guess we could jump into my uh, thirty seconds of Trump. Yeah, do a quick 30 seconds of Trump. And, and for once, it's, it's going to be positive. That's our segment. It's, it's going to be positive. I, I may, you know, it, it first time for everything, maybe it's because we've been off for so long and we've had enough time to let things happen. But, you know, there's been a lot of talk about how Trump's been in conversations with Kim, Kim Jong-un. And, and right now, it's looking like North Korea wants to abolish their nuclear program, which would be a great win for the world. But if specifically Trump has had a hand in like making that happen and, and pretty much put up like a peace with North Korea, because we all know before they were like jarring at each other, throwing jabs at each other, you know, like Trump's tweets about like Kim Jong-un's weight, which was like ridiculous because Trump, you're no shining star yourself. But if he is really responsible in having a hand in ending North Korea's nuclear weapons side of things, uh, that would be great. Listen, I've... I- this is the thing I went to school to study for, politics and stuff, and I'll believe it when actual concrete things happen. The thing you have to understand about stuff like that, I've heard this from North Korea for years. And oh, years and on that. granted and we did. I'll, I'll, I'll wait. If Trump can do it, I'll give him the credit he deserves. Look, granted we have, but, but if he that's it. No. I, I've, I feel like we got to look at, it's the steps that are happening, you know? Until you turn and show me something opposite, this is what you're doing right now. This is what you're presenting. And it's not just coming 
from one side. Yeah. Like it's coming from North Korea's side as well. It's coming from other allies that have been a part of these discussions as well. So it's like having multiple sources talk about what possibly could happen. And it, it's a positive thing for not just North Korea, but for the world. Yeah. I'll take it, man. And I'll, I will tip my hat to Trump when it is accomplished. But in the meantime, just know we support this, man. All right. Something positive for 30 seconds of Trump. There you go. 30 seconds of Trump. Thank goodness. Um, all right. So what time is it? You Anything make you mad this week? What made me... What's she laughing about? Uh, did you make him mad this week? <laughs> she had to think about it, which means you not, probably did. <laughs> she's not going to talk on the mic, and I'm not blocking her out. I'm not that's... saying she's... I'm just like, give me a head nod if... Yes or no? Did he... No, okay. I didn't know. I didn't make, she didn't make me mad this week, no. Anything make you mad this week? I'm trying to think. Something make me mad this week? Uh, I was doing, like, so many O2s, like, couldn't even have time to get mad at shit. What made me mad? What? No, nothing made me mad. He's asking you... Uh, well, Okay. I'll cut out some shit. Don't worry, I'll fix this up. Nah, uh, leave the voice in there. No. Who's gonna know it's her? A lot of people. How many people do you know? A lot. Huh? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I asked you if you wanted to be on the mic before you said no. Well, it's still picking you up from here. <laughs> they, they can't tell who she is, man. Alright. <laughs> Did anything make me mad that you saw? What made me mad? This is great radio, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, nothing, nothing, nothing of really importance. Like, made me go like really crazy, except for like work-related stuff. But that's not, that's not. I won't bring that here. But um, no, no, nothing really made me extremely aggravated or anything like that. What made me happy? Uh, yes, this girl. Any official that? announcements to make, Jason? Huh? Any official announcements to make? Uh, no announcements. <laughs> oh, you. You ain't trying to claim nothing? Huh? You ain't trying to throw it out there in the universe? <laughs> Why are you blowing up my spot? I will say your name on this microphone. He wants it all for himself? Has he let you know he wants it all for himself? Man, are you still playing? How am I playing? This guy's playing. What you waiting on? <laughs> waiting for her to find some like somebody else to come along and, <laughs> and, and say something, something, and then next thing you know you ain't getting nothing? Will make that mistake. Oh, oh, oh! And I said your name on it, and I'm gonna cut I that out. I wasn't gonna say. It. I was like, "Yo, you just put it." Like I'll, I'll use the I'll use I'll use the block thing to like the the beep things. I have. Yeah, I better I better hear good old. Beep. <laughs> well, allow me to spill the beans. He he's he's acting like he's too cool to say it, but you know it. So make him say it. You shouldn't give him anything until he makes it official. How about that? Now I'm I'm putting him on blast now. All right, this has been the Mad <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Yo, I'm helping you out, Jason. Man. I've been put I'm on making, blast. I'm making you step to the table right now. Evidently, I've been put. On, I've been put on blast. I got. I got his back, and I got your back. So I'm making it happen. Yeah, we're fine. We're, <laughs> we're, we're fine. <laughs> if things happen do a in lot the of, next, do a lot of stuttering, bro. The next three weeks, right? Three weeks. What? Something's not gonna happen in three weeks. That's why. So we're fine. What are you? You're putting time. You might die tomorrow, bro. What are you saying? No, no, it's it's a time. No, thing. you gotta live now. I am living. I'm not, very happy. Not to its fullest extent. Like All I said, right. this has been great radio. Oh, <laughs> All right. Um, you have a question? I want to know. I don't know if you guys ever spoke about this, but what are you guys grateful for in your life? Grateful. What are we grateful for in our lives? Yeah. Um, it's not Thanksgiving. That's just something you would bring up. <laughs> That's normally something you bring up for Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know. Family, friends, health. Uh, I'm a black person still alive. I haven't been shot yet. Oh my god, bro, relax. Definitely, you live in the fucking ghetto. Streets is real down here, man. Jesus Christ. A bum hasn't attacked me. What? In <laughs> Why would a bum attack you? Hey. If it's have you seen bum fights? <laughs> you have a very weird perspective on things. I don't know, but no, serious. In all seriousness, like, yeah, I would say health, family, friends, uh, and that's like you know, significant others, all that kind of nonsense. No, I can honestly say it's, it's been a lot of family, because like recently, families had to get real tight and real close. You know, as far as like health of certain members of it going, but we've held pretty strong. We've had each other's back. We've been doing what we had to do to make sure that everybody stays on top of their shit. 
So I can honestly say, like, the one thing I've been grateful for is the family that I have around me and the fact that, like, I can lean on them and they can lean on me. That's and, it. you know, we always got each other. You know, it's something that we do quite well. And, you know, it's it's always weird when, like, you notice it most when, like, some hardships come around. But just the simple fact that it's, like, whether it's hardships or not, we're always there for each other. And lately it's been, like, we've made it a point to make sure everybody's good that family's been the one thing recently that I've been extremely grateful for. Yeah. Yeah. And what are you grateful for? Oh, now she's a mute. Okay. <laughs> Why you don't want to say anything now? I'm grateful for Jason. <laughs> that would be nice. She's shaking her head no. Yeah, she's silent now. She's a mute. <laughs> she has nothing to say now. <laughs> All right. So let's wrap this episode up. Yeah, we might as well, man. Everyone, thank you again for uh, tuning in. Yeah, sorry for the wait, guys. Yeah. Man. Like I said, I, I shot out that tweet earlier. You know, we've both been busy as hell. You know, a lot of shit's been and going on. I want to give everyone a little update, too. Um, the website is uh, essentially done. There's a little tweaks and, and stuff that needs to be done to, like, really, you know, I want it to be the best it can be. That's why I haven't sent out any of the... Um, the regular newsletters that we sent out to the people who subscribe to us to get them a week earlier and stuff like that. But as soon as that's up, perfect, and you're going to see, it's amazing. And uh, we're just working on a few other things. Um, trying to get, um, well, we they heard, they last heard um, Akeem on the mic. Um, and we're trying to get an, another person who's joining no, the No, the team. last person we had on the mic was uh, Alan. Alan, yes, Alan. Yeah. But no, I'm talking part of the team, like yeah. the team and stuff like that, who's going to be contributing to the website and everything. Akeem and um, another guest, uh, you will uh, eventually hear her soon because she wants to come on, but she's a very busy person and she's going to be on the mic. And you will probably see their work on the website as well. And um, yeah, um, and we're going to start like promoting people because I know Alan has a lot of stuff he does on. Uh, the DJ circuit. So I want to try to start promoting him. You heard Miro, what we had before. Yeah. Um, uh, one of our first episodes, he was first on. Interviews. Him and Ashley was on. And uh, they're doing stuff. We want to promote them too. Uh, and, you know, and that's what the goal of the website is going to to be essentially to, you know, help these uh, help these people that we know, you know, promote their work and everything like that. And uh, hopefully it'll be the great, uh, great thing. Montreal is helping Montreal as well because right. honestly we're tired of hearing people just say how Montreal don't help each other out so yeah, let not, us be the ones to do it and me. not necessarily limit everything just to Montreal but you know we live here and it's easier for us to like see people help over people. here help people here <laughs> but you know everywhere but especially Montreal yeah and that's essentially that's my little update alright so uh, where can they reach you Jason you can reach me at JJNBA on Twitter same thing for Instagram um, Snapchat I don't remember what my Snapchat thing is and I don't want people on my Snapchat really. people still use Snapchat I don't really use it that much I, 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 it's, it's ever since that update it's been like so have, it's been a dub bad. for Snapchat bro like real talk take the, this L the, I think the only time I've ever opened that app is if somebody sent something to me like I don't I don't touch that shit anymore it's all Instagram now yeah Instagram and, and Twitter and everything like that Facebook, even Facebook starting to piss me off and I was like Ugh. Dude, I've literally gone and, like, started unfollowing friends that I just hate their posts. <laughs> like, every time I would open Facebook, I would just see a post from someone. I'm just like, why are you saying such stupid shit? So but I have, I, just I have to be on Facebook, you know, for the website and everything and the podcast. So I don't mind it, but um, good way to network and everything like that. So yeah, It's but, good for my family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you can reach me at all these stuff. And, uh, and where can they reach you? As always, you can reach me at LeftyLucky underscore on Twitter. Uh, if you want to reach me on Instagram, it's, I'm finally going to say it, Matt Scorpio. <laughs> You're finally and, revealing the big yeah, secret. Well, it's no big secret. It's just, you know, I figured since I'm literally not using Snapchat anymore, might as well let my Instagram grow a bit more. So yep. Matt Scorpio, all one word. Uh, what else? Uh, Facebook? Follow, yeah. No, don't, don't follow me on Facebook. That's for family. You can follow <laughs> us all at the podcast um, yeah. Instagram. Don't the be mad pod. Don't yeah. be mad podcast on Facebook. Don't be mad pod on, on Twitter and, and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, the email don't be mad at theconnect.ca. Uh-huh. Uh, what else is there? And uh, that's essentially it. You can get Jason's phone number at. <laughs> no, 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 no. No one's calling me. 
<laughs> it's gonna be automatic block. Send all your uh, hate voicemail to him. <laughs> yeah, send any hate. Well, I'll, I'll take it. Please review and rate us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever else iTunes, they allow Google you to Play. rate. You can listen to us on TuneIn, Spotify. Us, uh, yeah, Spotify. I know a lot of people are using it now. So. Yeah, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. We're on a lot of stuff. Stitcher. Stitcher. Podbean. Anything you have a podcast on. Yeah, we are. We made sure we are accessible on multiple platforms for your convenience. Yep, yep, yep. All right, everyone. So, have a great weekend, or have a great week, because it's gonna be Monday. Hear this, yep. and we will see you all next week. Take care, everyone. Have a nice, safe week, and we will see you next time. Peace. Peace.